Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Welcome family to episode 97, Boundaries, What Do You Need in This Moment? Tune in to hear us chat all about boundaries and how recent life experiences have been showing me how I can further flow with boundaries as they are ever-changing as I am. And the card that came out was the boundary card, which I thought was perfect because that was something that came up this week. And I know we said, oh, this would be good to speak on and elaborate. So I wanted to bring it back to see if you're in the mood to speak about this or to see if the flow is there for it. Okay. Can you just bring it back to what the conversation was that we had? Yes. To refresh my memory. Yes. It was in terms of honoring the self, regardless of what the external world can look like or what the external world might be asking of us that we may get excited about and want to jump, you know, with both feet into a situation that can take us off of course or practice of something that we wanted to honor within ourselves. So for you, for this specific example, is you wanted to start a diet, a specific um, cleanse, a detoxing cleanse, and you were willing to negotiate the start date of that in order to hang out with someone. Yeah. And that's something that has been, it's the lesson that keeps on giving is what I've been finding since having started this cleanse, because now I'm on day three. Um because the cleanse has shifted my energy levels just out of the newness of what I'm ingesting into my body or not ingesting. It's shifted how I show up normally. Um, and I am honoring that in terms of how I show up with others at my part-time job, um, how I engage with people over the phone. I'm honoring the level in which I can show up that honors myself first and foremost, instead of overextending myself to either maintain face, like maintain appearances or how people are used to um, connecting with me out of just um, to keep a status quo or to not have other people feel uncomfortable. Um, so it's been nice to see and receive that well from myself because I haven't let uh, thoughts that have plagued me in the past of, oh, um, I'm doing this thing for myself. So now I'm not gonna be able to do X, Y, Z that I normally would or hang out with this person or do this thing um, because I've been welcoming in this time of my life that I am um, honoring and taking in, um, being intentional with. I'm being met with that energy where I don't find myself being needed more than I can extend myself. So it's been nice to recognize that harmony and alignment as I show up intentionally and, and I'm met with that same intention. That's so beautiful. And I feel that the conversation will go in places where if we would have had the conversation that day, it wouldn't have allowed for because now you're actually experiencing this newness 
and you have a new perspective because I know that day you were like, oh, yes, I want to have the conversation because I have so many questions. Yeah. So (laughs) from your new perspective or the new experience on the whole situation, how are you maneuvering in the way that you're allowing for yourself to be met with these opportunities without holding yourself back? Mm. Can you explain a little more what the question is? I was just basically asking everything you just said in terms of what you're doing. How are you going about doing that? Because you're saying the example you gave is before you would say, oh, I can't hang out with this person or I can't do this because I'm doing this for myself. And now that doesn't sound like it's the case from what you said. So what allowed you to have that switch of perspective? Honoring myself and knowing that that's the most important thing and not letting desire or instant gratification rule my choices, which is what was present in the past. Well, um, recently when I was willing to push back my start date of starting this cleanse to accommodate a desire that I had within myself that uh, wasn't grounded because if it was grounded and truly in alignment, I wouldn't have stepped outside of my path in order to fulfill um, this desire of mine of seeing someone, spending time with someone, getting to know someone. And instead, I'm choosing to get to know myself deeper and continuing honoring myself through the practice of recognizing that I went off course just to get me back on course with a deeper awareness that I'm able to more fully integrate and embody. And that's carried forward into how I show up with this cleanse because I don't have a deficit mindset when approaching the things that I have to do every day in relation to this cleanse. Like there's different protocols and things that I have to follow. In the past, it could have felt like a burden or heavy or like it would lead me to missing out on things because I have to stick to a regimen and a schedule. And that's no longer the case. Now I feel really grateful and empowered and in my power to make these conscious choices that I know are ultimately going to help me in the long run and better um, align me with someone um, when the time is right for deeper connection instead of um, sacrificing myself and my own needs and desires for my personal growth for the sake of something that Um, wasn't in alignment because my true calling in this time was to do this for myself. Yeah, that makes so much sense, especially when I can apply it in my own life experience in terms of just going about doing like daily chores or anything that needs to get done. It can almost feel like it falls under that kind of category because it's something that you're choosing to do. You don't have to do, but you want to do it to better yourself or the environment. And when we do anything with a heavy heart or that burden feeling, it really dictates the energy that we are met with in everything that we do. So switching the perspective and welcoming it in. And from what I heard you say, it's really doing it from a space of gratitude that you're in the opportunity to do this cleanse for yourself. And then you're being met with that energy. That's what follows because that's what you're really grounding down and moving through. Yeah, it's really so crazy because I was willing out of these false identities and illusions from past versions of myself that creeped forward when meeting someone new in my life and like taking the steps to wanting to get to know somebody. 
um, those old selves came forward to be witness because I feel that sometimes there's old versions of ourselves that could only truly be witnessed in their entirety when in relation with another to mirror back like these um, blind spots that we may have within us. So it was cool to recognize how that pattern perpetuated in the past with other people, friends, family, um, romantic partnerships, where I would put myself aside for the sake of valuing and honoring another over myself. And I recognize now, um, had I have had I had the perspective that I have now, I could have continued with the start date that I had in mind to begin this cleanse and be honored and met with where I'm honoring and meeting myself. So it deepened my understanding of that it all does truly begin and end with ourselves. And uh, we teach others how to meet us and how to treat us in the ways that we treat and, and meet ourselves. Yes, that's so powerful and beautifully said. I think that absolutely 100% agree with you. It begins and ends with us. And it's through those conscious choices that we make for ourselves that we allow others the opportunity to make conscious choices as well that directly impact us and directly impact everyone surrounding us. And I just want to dig a little deeper in terms of if for anybody listening to this, how they might be able to hear this and recognize something within themselves, because I agree also with what you said in terms of people being reflections for us. And even just in simple conversations, I know that we can gain and acquire so much knowledge in medicine when we open ourselves to it. Um, knowing that we hear everything for a reason or that we're partaking in a conversation for a specific reason beyond what we might conceptualize in the moment. Yes. So in terms of you recognizing this and, you know, again, making the decisions, had you started your um, detox date the day you intended to, what could advice could you give somebody listening to this? Um, when they're trying to pursue something for themselves to better themselves or to just honor themselves, yet they feel conflicted in terms of the FOMO, fear of missing out of something or not being able to continue life in the way that it was before they made this conscious choice. Well, something that lit up within me when you were speaking is when you said my detox date. And I think that's a funny play on words because it was the day in which I had planned to start this detox and I pushed it back for a dinner date. So for me, it further connects the same concept that uh, we hear in relationships, like you get with someone and you're now in a relationship with someone you dated for some time and now you're together. And sometimes the dating of one another diminishes that that uh, desire or calling to court or um, spend intentional time or an effort with another because you're comfortable um, happens in relationships at times. And it's no different with dating ourselves. And I feel that's the concept that's being highlighted. Whereas I have been putting all this effort into myself and my well-being and my growth and, and learning and growing my self-awareness that I thought, okay, yeah, now I've encountered someone. Now I, that can take a step back while I refocus myself on something that's entering into my life that's new, instead of carrying all of these things that have been supporting me um, forward with me into this new endeavor. 
Yeah, that just made me realize something in terms of the importance of the boundaries because it shouldn't have to come to something within us that we're compromising ourselves. Why do we feel that we're only capable of focusing on one thing or giving our attention or, or our all on this or that? Why can't it be incorporated in as a way of life to the whole sum encompassing of it all? And even within my own personal relationship, I can see that any relationship, you know, whether it's with family, parents, a loved one, friendships, uh, business relationships, sometimes we feel that we're being extended beyond our capacity and then we lose focus in other things that are very meaningful to us or that we have dedicated a lot of our time to. And we feel because we've dedicated so much time, it can sort of take a back burner while you allow something else to blossom. And I think there's something to that, there to that, that I haven't fully arrived at, but it feels very important to acknowledge. Yeah, because there are some things that we simply outgrow certain practices or activities of or, or whatever. And it's great to recognize that when we're welcoming in something new. So releasing something to make more space for the new thing, but recognizing what that is. And if that is something that has expired in terms of um, in relationship and being in your life, or is it something to further integrate or shift how you show up with this thing. For example, with me, um, like the detox thing, um, that's something that I wanted to uh, further incorporate into my future since it's something that I'm doing now. It's not something that I feel like is outdated or um, is no longer important just because this new thing has entered my life. But that can be applied to so many things like Spiritual practices, like we've mentioned in past episodes, certain spiritual practices may not resonate with where you are currently, and it's looking to make space for something new, a new practice, but that can be applied to work, uh, relationships, our health journey, you know, like how we went from being vegan to not vegan, like so many things. So it's yeah, recognizing. Yeah, evolves. Yeah. What came to mind because of the personality type that I am currently in? when you said that is that um, releasing something to make space for something else. I fully um, get that concept, but in terms of expanding capacity, I also don't think that it's necessary. It's an absolute necessity to release something. I feel that similar to what I was saying, like some things take a back burner or take the back seat. It's, it's possible, it's totally doable that everything receives our energy and everything elevates as we continue elevating. So not, because for me, if I hear that, I can be like, okay, what can I release now that, you know, I'm holding on to in order to further expand, but I've been witnessing in life that just through simple experiences, the capacity and the expansion is forever. So as much as you're willing to meet yourself and allow yourself to expand and allow your capacity to grow, you will be able to. Oh, I love that. I love that because it reminds me of uh, past moments where we've acknowledged, okay, my capacity to love and show up and be is being um, tested right now, is being invited to expand for our ultimate benefit. Sometimes that can be um, a little difficult or trying in that moment, but then ultimately we receive so much more and then our baseline increases and then mm -hmm. we're able to... Uh, 
I don't have the perfect word, but the word that comes to mind is juggle. We're able to juggle more um, with ease and harmony. We were able to extend ourselves and our energy to more people, places, and things. And the more that we practice honoring that growth and capacity. So how can one recognize that that's what's taking place? Well, to um, just respond to what you just shared, I think that uh, holding, like being able, the amount of energy that we're able to hold is what increases. Because when you say juggle, I think of multitasking. And that's so far from like the image in my mind, because it's really giving everything our all in every moment and that can sound tiring and it's like how can I give so many things my all but again we're so abundant and we're so bountiful and so expansive that it is possible you just have to make sure that you're nourishing yourself in a way that you're not overextending your capacity but you're really meeting your capacity where it's at and allowing a natural occurrence of expansion to happen without draining yourself yeah I feel you um, more than anything, more than having a visual, I feel the message that you're sharing. How can that be more grounded for someone who doesn't fully have that concept within themselves to understand or they have a reference point to to really get it? Yes, I think that the thing that wants <laughs> to be said the most, <laughs> and I swear I say this with love, and with caution is shifting out of a victim mindset and feeling that things are happening to us rather for us. So as you mentioned earlier, everything happens for for a reason. It happens with such great divine orchestration and purpose that we have to simply surrender to that concept and allow ourselves Yes, we are the co-creators of our lives, but that means really stepping in and embodying that power that we hold. So if we know the power that we hold, let's rewind. We have to meet ourselves as the powerful beings that we are. As soon as we allow ourselves to meet our power and fully accept our power and embrace our power, there is no room for victim mentality there. So once that subtle shift occurs, and it's not so subtle, that's like a grand shift, actually. But once that subtle awareness turns on, then we're able to move forward knowing that everything, every experience, every person, every situation, every outcome that we experience, it's allowing something greater to manifest for us. And I think for myself, that was something super pivotal. Once I stepped out of any sort of victim mindset, even in the smallest ways. And really internally, I think it's very helpful uh, when speaking to other people to recognize the victim mindset because you can hear key words and simply feel the energy. And you can say like, okay, that's victim mindset. And then you start, like you said, everybody's a reflection. If I can see that victim mindset in somebody, where am I seeing that victim mindset within myself or where am I not seeing it that it's a blind spot? And allowing yourself to be curious with the self to then see, okay, I'm recognizing this. This experience provided this for me. My capacity has increased in whatever way the experience provided. And every single encounter, because trust me, this happens multiple times a day, you know, allowing these experiences to provide us what we need to see. So I hope that answers the question. 
allow these experiences to provide us with what we need to see. Amen. I love it. Wow. You just spoke the word. (laughs) Truly, you really did because I felt what you were saying, but to conceptualize it in words was not there for me. So thank you so much for bringing that forward. And when you were speaking about meeting yourself first, you have to meet your power first in order to begin increasing your capacity and what you can hold through your encounters and through welcoming in what every experience has to offer us Mm -hmm. without falling victim to the experience. Instead, expressing curiosity, gratitude for whatever it is that's unfolding and knowing deep within us that it is for our highest good. It's serving us. But wow, you know, like, yes. (laughs) But wow, to be able to digest that life pill is one thing to hear. It's like, okay, yeah. But then like to really live it out and swallow that pill, that's a real big pill, especially if someone has been identifying with victim mentality for most of their life. Yes. And that's something actually that I want to touch upon is in terms of when you shift out of that victim mindset or you embrace your power is what I rather identify it as you feel untouchable it's so rewarding when you're in a situation and you meet yourself with your actual power and you meet the situation with your power and you don't fold you feel so powerful there's no other way to explain it but you recognize wow what a difference difference in response what a difference in thought pattern what a difference in me And then that gives you some sort of boost or motivation to continue saying, okay, I got through this. What else can I get through? And I feel that's where the curiosity comes from because within my own self, I remember whether you want to say it was tied to a witch wound or past life trauma, even current life trauma, where I would make myself small and not step into my power and then feel victimized. Once I stopped that, Nobody could tell me anything, you know, and it's not to say that I'm cocky or conceited, but I know myself, I know my power, I know my worth, I know my capability, I know my capacity, and I'm willing to see how much further I can get to know that and allow it to grow. And I think that's so beautiful and so powerful and so important for each of us to recognize within ourselves. How do we bring boundaries into honoring ourselves and recognizing our power? Yeah, great, great, great question, because I feel that that's where we can step out of our power when we don't have these boundaries established or we're not integrating and actually practicing the boundaries that we know would serve us best. And boundaries has always been a very, I don't want to say challenging, but a very like weird thing for me in the sense that (laughs) to not fall out of balance I can go to one extreme or the other so incorporating boundaries is something that I really do work on I would say because boundaries doesn't mean shutting yourself off from the world it doesn't mean just pursuing you 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 and screw everybody else I'm the most important thing while yes you are the most important thing in your story because we are all connected and there is oneness, you are just as equally as important as those around you. 
So finding the balance in that, whatever that looks like to you. Boundaries are so different for every single person, but I think the key concept when incorporating or beginning to work with boundaries is not falling into one of the extreme sides. Yeah, for me, it comes up as an example of when either someone calls me saying, oh, let's hang out at 1 p.m., even though I'm in the middle of prepping to cook and it's like 12.30. And I'm like, it's okay, whatever. I'll just push this aside to go hang out. And then 1 p.m. comes and they're like, oh, no, actually, I'm not going to be free until 2 And now I can be frustrated because I put aside cooking for myself to accommodate these plans. And that's a good way to recognize that I didn't honor a boundary within myself. Mm -hmm. I put something else first before um, like what I already had in motion on working on just to bring it down to like a tangible, simple example. Yeah. Um, Because I also feel um, what. The question that wants to come forward is what we were discussing in a previous conversation when this whole topic came forward about how can you be um, guarded or respecting yourself with boundaries and not be cold and dismissive and and closed off to new experiences and like being part of the world. And I think that is a really beautiful question. And I feel that my personal answer lies in what I was or lives in what I was just sharing in terms of not falling into one of the extremes. So being a person of love and always showing up as your best self for yourself and for others. And I know in past conversations, we've spoken about like being a doormat and not falling into that. But then an awareness came forward to us where God doesn't ever say, oh, I'm being a doormat. These people are walking all over me. They're walking all over my faith and all that I provide. So I can never do that because I know that there's many times that I have taken God and placed God as a doormat. And in my personal belief, it's God is so forgiving and continues to love me no matter what I do. And that's the type of person I strive to be. I strive to acknowledge and honor the God within me and strive to acknowledge the God within everybody I encounter. So I feel that with that line of thinking, I can't allow myself to be closed off. I can have boundaries. I can respect myself as much as I can respect others. I cannot take advantage of myself as much as I cannot take advantage of others. And it all falls in line when I think of it that way, to speak to the example you gave in terms of um, you're in the middle of doing something and then a plan comes up and then you shift what you're doing. I feel that that's more so like those are boundaries, but that's also allowing flow to enter your life. So you're moving in flow. And I think that's a big part of why I work so much on boundaries is so that I don't get stuck in a regimen or a structure where I don't allow flow to come in because of boundaries I set. So as long, and this is just me, as long as my basic needs are met, and this is something I work on because sometimes I do leave my house without eating, but as long as I'm capable of being outside without having a health concern, so like my sugar's not going to drop or, you know, my health, I ate, I drank, I used the bathroom, I'm good to go. I can go even if I'm in the middle of doing something because I want to welcome in the flow. 
But let's say I know that I'm not in a space to go out and somebody calls me with plans. I have to honor that boundary. I have to check in with myself. Am I willing to? Am I able? Am I capable? Is it within my capacity right now? And if I lie to myself and say, yeah, let me just go because I want to be a part of the fun, I'm going to be met with whatever the experience has. Like in your example, the person isn't ready by the time they say. I'm going to be met to show me I cross my own boundary. I got nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I love it. I love it because it brings up so many aspects of life and places we've been within ourselves and with others. And it really gives lots of different examples and points of views for many different kinds of people and many Mm -hmm. different points in their journey. Yeah. And that's why I shared earlier. It's so individualized the concept of boundaries because it's really what you need in that moment boundaries are forever changing is something that i'm beginning to realize what was a boundary that i needed a few years ago when establishing a simple spiritual practice is much different than the boundary that i need today so i think that allowing ourselves the willingness to flow and change and not be so committed to one thing because it's what we've known for some time is really helpful when it comes to boundaries yeah and it further speaks on living in a state of flow everything is ever changing ever evolving and welcoming and flowing with that instead of becoming stagnant to something that was brought up in the past but is ready to be released and flowed into something else Exactly. And that I feel ties into the concept we were having about the capacity, because as your capacity increases or as you expand, you're able to continue further expanding should you allow yourself to stay in that state of flow. It's once we meet resistance or we're resisting our own power, resisting meeting ourselves in whatever way that we will then begin to resist others. And that's where the closed off heart comes into play and things like that. Because instead of flowing with the expansion, we're resisting and we're contracting ourselves. Yeah. And I'm, what's coming is the question of like, why do we do that? And it's like trauma is what comes to mind. Like so many th- reasons why we can justify like needing to be fixated to this boundary that's no longer supporting us. The and, number one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say the number one thing that comes to mind immediately is safety. So a reason why we might do whatever we do to stop our expansion or to stop the capacity growth is um, because of tied to safety. So whether it's because of a trauma that we haven't identified how to bring safety into that so that it's no longer a trauma that's actively living in our body or our energy system, we have to begin to realize what is safety. What do we need to feel okay enough to meet ourselves, to meet that power, to meet that expansion. If we feel scared of it or resisting, we have to then again be curious, why do we feel this way? What's going on? What needs our attention so that we could move the energy and then continue flowing? Yeah, a lot of intention, really. 
Like we have to be present in our experience and not bypass whatever is happening and being on autopilot in order to bring this awareness forward and to increase our capacity. Yes, the intention and that, again, one of our recent episodes about being present is so important because it's through that presence that we allow everything else to unfold. It's when we're not present and we are distracted that we're blocking ourselves from the magic every moment has to offer to allow us to continue to expand because bringing it back to if we believe everything happens to us, well, happens for us, not to us, that aligns with this concept. We're welcoming in the experiences that are happening so that we can allow them to do their thing. Yeah, to serve us. I think that's a great thing to always return back to, especially someone who's navigating being in a victim mindset. Everything happens for me. What is unfolding that is serving me when navigating something that can feel we're victim towards. Mm -hmm. It's a great check-in and a great way to begin um, that curiosity with that question of how we are relating to our experience. Yes, 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 yes. And it's easy. It sounds so nice when you can speak about it when you're not in the energy, but it's definitely something that's doable and you can move super slowly through it. Just mm -hmm. begin to recognize the thought patterns where the inner dialogue starts creeping in when something arises that isn't considered ideal to you or something that you hoped for. And then from there, once you increase that capacity within your thoughts and your yourself, you're going to be able to then continue increasing the capacity to then meet the whole situation from a more loving, understanding place. Yeah, the whole situation. I really like that because it reminds me of holistic health in terms of like medical health and well-being. But it's bringing that concept forward into all aspects of our life, which is true holistic well-being and mm -hmm. recognizing the whole picture of something and not just hyper focusing on our perspective or point of view that makes us feel disempowered. Yeah, so a great example, because Using a holistic approach, if you want to do a, a detox, if you start your detox without prepping your body, you're going to experience the adverse symptoms of the cleansing process, which can feel like those flu-like symptoms. It can make you just bedridden because I've experienced that. I, I didn't approach a detox properly and I had such adverse reactions. Or you can prep yourself and you can start slowly, start incorporating small things into your diet, changing your diet in small ways, start doing lymphatic massages, you know, like whatever it is to prepare yourself for that full on detox. And it's the same thing in extending your capacity in a situation where you don't fall victim. Start slowly, whatever it takes, whatever it means to you, take that first step. And then once you do that, you're going to be that much closer to the to the end game or the end goal yeah that's a really good um example to compare it to that preparation and taking the necessary steps to move forward without like jumping too far ahead where we mm -hmm. don't have the necessary resources or equipped to um like take on something that's five steps ahead you know like it's yeah. okay the journey of life is just that a journey it is because similar to when I did a detox, I never wanted to hear the word detox again. I never <laughs> wanted to be a part of it because of how awful I felt because I didn't take those small steps I could have or I should have to prepare myself. And I feel that 
when trying to leave behind the victim mindset and change your thought patterns that sometimes what can happen we get ahead of ourselves because we know what we're capable of and we want it so bad that we just try to jump there and then old habits and old patterns can slowly start to pull us back and because we didn't properly prepare ourselves for that huge change we repeat the cycle yeah which is honoring ourselves being honest with ourselves with where we're at not jumping the gun, which we have been put to the test of integrating many times and the importance of that. Cause yeah, even with this detox now, I did one sometime last year and I didn't last the whole duration of the detox. It was supposed to be three months, but this time around, maybe for like a month or so, I prepared myself with changing my diet to see how I felt to be able to now integrate it where I don't feel like, oh my God, I'm doing this detox, you know, like mm-hmm. it is a choice. Um, and it's cool to recognize that because it was something that was even brought up at my part-time job yesterday. Someone there was like, wow, you're doing a detox. That sounds awful. And I was like, no, it's my personal choice. I'm not being forced to do this. And I'm doing this for my own reasons, for my own well-being. Um, like it, it allowed the opportunity to further integrate and ground in the power and the intention that's being cultivated through this choice of mine Mm -hmm. and letting that be the energy that I am fueling this detox with. So I'm not further intoxicating myself with energies that aren't supporting what I'm trying to do with this cleanse. That's so beautiful to hear because it's really owning your power, owning your choice, owning everything that has led you up to here and not letting other outside influences influence your decision making or your energy. And what came to mind when you were sharing the the story about the detox um, that you've done before is during this time when you were preparing yourself, I know this from our personal relationship, I know that there were times that you altered the diet that you were trying to stick to. And I bring that up to share that that's okay. Just like in the example for your detox, when pursuing changing the narration and the internal dialogue and and getting out of victim mentality, meeting your power, it's okay. If you one day decide to fall, you know, to the situation, that's fine. Just the next day or the next moment or the next opportunity, get back to what you decided like you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And honoring yourself in every moment, even if like you decided on something, but then moments later, something comes up and you feel that what you need in that moment to feel safe and complete is something that's different from what you originally decided on. That is okay, because that is part of living in flow. Exactly. And I feel that that's such a key concept, especially when we're reprogramming and repatterning our mind because of the way that the old habits can creep in. Once we do it, it's like, oh man, I messed up. I fell victim. And then that energy kind of takes a hold of us and wraps us up and we stay there. So it's recognizing, like you said, okay, honor it. Yes, maybe I didn't make the best choice or I did what I needed in the moment to feel safe or I resorted to this habit out of safety that... I'm reprogramming, that's okay. Don't blame yourself. Don't feel guilt and shame and all those other things because that energy will just continue manifesting. Honor yourself and move forward. Period. Let it be simple. 
Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space, space to, to flow. flow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, tuning in to our episode. If you watched us on YouTube, please make sure to leave a comment. Tell us what you thought about the episode. If you're listening in and tuning in on any of the streaming podcast platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or anywhere else that you can find us, which is literally every platform, please leave a rating if there is an option to and a review. And check out our affiliates. We have some some awesome companies that we support. We have some links in the show notes. And you can also find them on our website along with the uh, percentage off and our discount code. Yes. Thank you for being here with us. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Peace and love, baby. Thank you.